Welcome to another episode of the Walk On Podcast, the podcast to help you take your next step in your faith journey with Christ. In an attempt to help me think more positively in a season that's been very challenging and difficult, I've been reading um, stories of random acts of kindness. You know, situations where strangers go out of their way to help somebody else. Things from strangers helping uh, pay for the groceries of the person behind them to returning left behind purses, even to the point of somebody donating a kidney to somebody they didn't know. And it got me thinking, why do those random acts of kindness happen? What is the motivation for somebody giving something to someone they don't know, who hasn't done anything to earn it, um, couldn't ever repay the favor? Where does that come from? Because the truth is, that value of kindness to strangers and random acts of kindness and undeserved and unmerited favor to somebody else without expecting anything in return was not that common throughout history. In the ancient Middle Eastern world, most cultures operated as honor-shame cultures. And in an honor-shame culture, life is a, a constant quest to develop and manage this intricate network of relationships to create social capital. So um, favors and gift-giving and extending grace were seen as a tool to navigate your social status and the community. And whoever you showed favor to socially linked them to you. And so people would be very careful of who they would give gifts to of who they would help um, one because they wanted the community around them to see them as wise stewards and um, associating with the right people. But also there's an expectation that the grace that was shown to others then would eventually be repaid. And so the social capital was accrued by giving gifts and helping people and sharing meals. And then the recipient was expected to reciprocate when the other person needed help with a problem. And that was the norm in ancient Middle Eastern cultures, uh, in Greek culture and in Roman culture. And it was the norm in the first century. And that's one of the reasons why Jesus's life stands out in contrast to that culture. Jesus associated himself with those who could never advance his social status. He had meals with sinners. Uh, he healed those that were undeserving. Uh, he gave him his time and energy to people that, that wouldn't normally be given time and energy to in that culture. And you see those that are in positions of, of authority and influence in that culture look down on Jesus for doing those very things. So as Christians, we understand that Jesus exemplifies and embodies this grace from God. This grace of, of unmerited, unearned favor. His whole life embodied the concept of God's grace and his death on the cross made that possible for us to experience. Romans 5 8 says that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. 
So Christ gave himself for us, extended this grace to us, even while we were still actively opposed to him. Uh, John explains it this way in the opening of his gospel. He says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. And then he goes on and it says, For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. So Jesus, out of his fullness, extends grace upon grace upon grace. He is overflowing with unmerited favor for those that can't do anything to repay him, that can't do anything to to earn what he is giving. It's grace upon grace. And that is the heart of the gospel. It's the heart of what we celebrate as Christians. And it's also what has influenced our culture, particularly in the West, to move towards some of these altruistic behaviors. So many of the cultural expectations in the West about random acts of kindness, about equality, um, you know, ideas like being a good Samaritan, those are all strongly influenced by God's grace exemplified through Jesus. I know God's grace is nothing new to many of us, but I've seen through current events a move in our culture away from grace and back to this honor-shame culture mixed with a little bit of pragmatic individualism. This idea that depending upon somebody's tribe or associations or the people they're around determines how you interact or associate with them. If somebody doesn't vote like you or hold your same ideals, then you have to distance yourself from them. It's the idea of uh, this cancel culture, uh, the tendency to discover something somebody did 20 years ago and declare them unworthy of association today and not extend to them grace and knowledge that they may have grown and changed uh, and moved past that. I see people choosing to side with someone else, not because of who they are, but because of this pragmatic good that they think they could produce and how they benefit themselves. And I see people determining someone else's worth or value, not because they are somebody created in the image of God, but based upon their choices and circumstances and beliefs and associations. That determines then how they interact and behave and whether or not they will associate with them. And if I'm honest, I can get caught up into that too. And I can see a post from somebody that espouses ideas that I disagree with, and I can immediately place them in this category, immediately want to dissociate myself from them, view them as less intelligent, as less aware, as less holy than I am, and then operate my relationships only with people that I think agree with me and only with people that I believe can advance my social standing and can return the favor to help me. And that is not the way of Christ. The distinction of being defined by grace and love has marked Christians throughout the centuries. And we can't afford to lose that today. We must understand the unmerited favor that God has poured out upon us and then be conduits and channels of that into the world around us. 
We must be people of grace. And so may you begin to understand the grace upon grace that God pours out to you, that he loves you, he accepts you, he is for you, and there's nothing you could ever do to earn that. There's nothing that you could ever do to deserve that. It is a gift of grace to you. But then, may we be people that experience that grace and extend it on to others. May we be conduits and channels for God's grace into the world around us. And may we operate with people and give of ourselves and give of our time and extend favor to others that could never repay us back. Extend favor to others that people may look down upon and disagree with and categorize as the other, but they are just as deserving of God's love and grace as we are. And may we see others through the lens of grace and interact with others through the grace that God gives us. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you found this episode encouraging and want others to hear about it, two ways you can do that. One, you can directly share this episode with a friend or post it on social media. Two, you can rate and review this podcast on your podcast provider. And that helps other people outside of your circle of influence find this episode as well. Thanks so much.